Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone. Welcome to I Am Angela podcast. Welcome, 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 where we strive to be more like Christ, where we strive to do the things that we are supposed to do for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Good morning, Diane. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Angela. I'm good. I'm good. Good morning to every listener out there that's listening at us this morning. God bless you. And we thank you for tuning in with us today. Yes, always, always. Well, it's been a great week, a fast week. Seems like the weeks are passing by so fast. Here we are getting closer to May. Before we know it, it's going to be Mother's Day. These holidays are just rolling around and rolling around. The summer is coming quicker than ever. Um, I am just glad that we have gotten to the place where we are. Everybody's healthy, staying out of the way of the COVID-19. Um, I know I talked to you recently and you got your shot. And so I am still working at getting mine. Um, now that the now that everything's open and everybody can actually get a shot, I guess we're moving toward some kind of, you know, peace. You know, we're thinking about whether we want to do it, whether we don't want to do it, but it's bringing a sense of hope that we may one day soon be able to come closer to a yeah. our new normal. Put it that way. Yeah. Things will never go back to what they used to be, but we'll have a new normal of doing things. Today we're talking about seasons. Seasons, a very important topic because we have gone through a season last year with COVID-19. We've gone through seasons individually in our lives of losses, of death, of all kinds of things have happened. And it has been seasons. And some of us are still, well, all of us are in some form of a season right now, whether it's coming out of a season or going into a season. When we talked about um, seasons, um, I just, tried to find the simplest form of what a season is so that we could talk about it both earthly and spiritually. And in the world, a season is spring, summer, fall, and winter. It is changes on the planet and in the earth. But then there's a spiritual season that we go through. And that's changes that happen as well in the spiritual and manifest in our physical, in our natural. So as the planet turns, each part of the earth has its season. And as God prepares us, we all have seasons. It always takes me back to when we're talking about seasons and when we're talking about changing, it takes me back to Jeremiah 1.5. I'm going to read that to you. Even though we're going to be studying Ecclesiastes 3, I want to take you back and just put a, make a footnote of this scripture, Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. This is what God has said to Jeremiah. But this is what he says to all of us. Because God created all of us. And before he formed us in our mother's womb, he had a plan for our lives. He saw where he would need us. He saw where we would be used. He saw what our beginning and he saw our end. So when we think about seasons, we think about the fact that God created us for a reason. If you, if you think spiritually, 
you know that we were created for his purpose, not ours. We were created for what God's plans were for us here on earth. And if he knew what he was going to create us for, then he knew what we were going to do while we were here. He knew how long we were going to be. Not only does that go for us individually, that goes for our parents, that goes for our siblings, that goes for anyone that we know. Everybody has a time. Everybody has a season. All of the seasons has to do with the rendering of components. We almost render into the season. We almost give of ourselves into the things of God, or else we will find ourselves fighting against the fighting against the plans of God and not wanting wanting to do what God has wanted us to do. So there's one difference I found in. It is that the earth, earth must submit to the planet it turns on every time, every year, at the same time, every year. Yet man, although the seasons will come, he has a, he can reject it. He can reject the season. Man can refuse to step into what God wants him to have or wants him to do. Man, just because the season is here, does not mean you have to walk into it now. If you choose not to walk into it, you can best believe there's going to be some type of turmoil in your life. Because when you refuse the season, you allow yourself to sit down at a time that your seasons are turning. They're still turning. They're still moving forward. They're still going the way God planned. So, you know, it makes me think back when one of my aunt died. And I had to come to the conclusion, am I going to sit still? How long will I sit still? How long will I stay here when the world is still moving? The world is still passing. And it even made me a little angry because it seemed like the world moved too soon after her passing. It seems like everybody, everything went back to normal. Whereas I was still grieving. I was still in my sorrow and everybody else was moving forward. But this is the way that it is. We must understand that there's seasons for everything. There's seasons for everything. We will have to deal with damage control if we don't follow through with the season. Okay? So timing of season. Now we know that earthly seasons come every three months you know when we're looking at it in the physical we have 12 months of the year so around about every three months the seasons change okay god created the world to change like that for the leaves to change for the weather to change he created all these things happen but man can actually put a time on he could actually put a time on what time is going to change. We, um, me and Diane talked about the president. President, it was President Bush in 2005 okay, that decided to extend daylight saving time, and he did it for a few weeks. And so that's how we get to the time when we change from daylight saving time now, because George Bush, he was the one that made the change. So we know seasons will always be the same. In the on the earth, but the time can change. It can be changed by man. Okay. So with knowing that, we know that God created everything. We know that He created us. We knew that He had a time for us. We know that He has a time for everything in our lives. We know that everything will come and go. Everything will have its begin date. Everything will have its end date. 
It makes me think about food. Food has an expiration date. It's created at a certain time and it must be thrown away at a certain time. Nothing lasts forever. So as we look at Ecclesiastes 3, Diane, if you'll kick us off with Ecclesiastes 3, we're going to talk about seasons and how it affects us in today. Amen. There's a season for everything. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. And I'm reading out of King James Study Bible. Okay. In this verse, Solomon points out that God has a plan for all people. And with that plan, it comes with his time. Timing is important. And God's time for us is perfect because he has already, before we were formed, he had already made a plan for us. We may not understand at that time, a point in time, but God knew the outcome of each purpose he had for us and each plan he had for us. Certain things God <clears throat> has ordained from the foundation of the earth. Therefore, we cannot change it. We may try to change the event, but we may, we can't because God has already ordained it. That's right. We may refuse it. Yeah. And like you said, if we refuse it, there may be consequences. Yeah. God lays out our life. And we, as Christians, have to understand it. The more we read his word, the closer we become to God. Life comes and it goes. So we began to understand what God is doing for us. And like I said, it may be hard for you at that point in time, but as we begin to learn God, we'll understand God has already planned this out. Yeah. It's not my situation to control, even though I'm in the situation, but it's not my situation to control. And with that, I'm going on to verse two, which says, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Being, God has control over when we are born. We have no control over that whatsoever. I was thinking about that uh, last night when I was reading it. I said, the only control man has over that is, say for instance, if the mom is having problems with the birth. Mm -hmm. Okay, we may have to end up taking medication in order to help the birth along. But guess what? God had control over that too. That's he right. already knew that was going to happen. That's right. And, you know, we have no control over who our parents are, mm -hmm. our biological parents. We have no control over that. God has already 
picked our parents. He had already picked who we were going to be born to, how we were going to be born, and what our future was going to look like once we were born. You know, when we lose a loved one, it hurts. It hurts a lot. And you tend to go back and you try and think about what, what was there anything I could do? Mm-hmm. Was there anything I could have done to help prevent that? Right. No, it wasn't. Because when God formed us, he already knew when we were going to leave this earth. Yeah. So no matter how weird the situation may be when you lost a loved one, mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been a, a freak accident. Yes. But we have no control over what has happened. And uh, Joe 7-1 says, is there not an appointed time to man upon earth? Are not his days also like the days of an harem? This right here is his saying that God has already appointed a time for us to be here. He had already laid out what our destiny was, what our plans were. And in the end, he had already planned when we were going to meet him. So even though it hurts and we may not understand, remember that God has control over our life. Even though sometimes we try and not adhere to it, we try and run from it, Mm -hmm. but in the end, God got full control. And I think the one thing I like to add to the end of that is that it's very difficult for man to understand that they don't hold control. That's one of the things that we all like to do. We like to be in control of ourselves. We like to be in control of situations and dependent upon how close the person is to us, how much control we have over them. We are man, we are man. And we seek to do just like Adam and Eve did back in the Garden of Eden. We seek to hold to something that we have no control over. But we want that control. We want to be able to say when this happens or when that happens. We want to be able to, even even in the midst of God, praying to God, we want to think that if we pray to God, he will give us what we're asking for and go against what his plan and what his purpose was in order to give us. But what we have to understand is that everything that has happened it does not revolve around us. Some things must happen in order to push the next agenda ahead, the next agenda of God. Sometimes a person may have to leave this world in order for the other person that God's trying to reach to come to God or to become a part, a closer, be in a closer relationship with God. Now we don't say God has to kill somebody in order for us to come to him. What I'm saying is that it's one thing has to do with another thing. 
when God was looking at the world and looking at how things were going to come into fruition, when he said to Adam and Eve, go forth and multiply and be fruitful, when he says those things, he's already looking at what has to take place. And in order for this to take place, that has to take place. In order for that to take place, this has to take place. What we want to deal with is just our immediate circle. We want to deal with our immediate family. Forget what else has to take place. Forget who else we have to reach. Forget who else the preacher has to reach that has not even been born yet. Forget all of that. We don't want to think about that. We want what we want, when we want it, and how we want it. And with seasons, it lets you know that's not going to happen. That's not possible. Seasons belong to God. Seasons are ordained by God. Seasons are called by God. We must have a season. If we don't have a season, we stay in one place forever. We stay in one place forever. Diane. Yeah, I read James 4, 14. Uh And it really, it really touched my heart. Uh uh, It says, whereas ye know not what shall be on on the morrow. Yeah. For what is your life? is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanished away. To me, that saying, we are not here forever. Yeah. And we come and we go. And it's kind of like a flower. Mm-hmm. You see a pretty rose that'll bloom. And you'll keep that rose for a while. And then when next day you know, the rose began to droop and droop. And after a while, it's gone. And you know, uh, the uh, scripture speaks of planting and harvesting. And in a spiritual sense, the time of the end is the time for harvest for us. Our time at the end Uh is the time for harvest. And that's, that's so true. At the end, it's time for harvest. It's amazing. After you've gone through, after God has taken you through a series, a season, after he's taken you through a season, he doesn't take you through a season for no reason. There is a reason for the season. There's something that he needs you to get. And when you come out on the other side, you could more easily maneuver into the place that he's going to take you into. Let me go ahead and go to um, the next chapter, the next uh, verse, verse three of chapter three. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. Again, in Jeremiah 1.10, it says, see, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, excuse me, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. This means that everything, when I see this, everything has a begin and an end. You just spoke of a flower. There's a season when certain flowers come forth in the ground. And then there's a season that they die. There's a season that you plant tobacco. There's a season that you talk, you you pull tobacco. And then there's a season that it is no more. You won't even see the stalks. You won't see anything. There's a season where you have to till the ground again. 
There's a season. Everything has a season. It helps me to understand. I was telling you um, last night about the difference in how I viewed death. Yeah. When my brother was healed, I had the meltdown. It was like a meltdown. Today, to look back over that, I looked at it and said, well, now I understand this. Now I understand that. Now I understand this. He's brought me through a season and has allowed me to look back at the season, to learn from the season. We never go through a season for no reason. If we go through a season for no reason, we are just merely existing on this earth. We are merely existing. He says it's a time to kill. I look at that as a time to kill things. Sometimes we have to kill a thing. Sometimes we have to let go of a thing. Sometimes we have to say, the season has come to an end for me and you, you know? Sometimes friendships yeah. have to be ended. Sometimes, you yeah. know, when they say, you meet people for a season or a reason, you know? A season, a reason, or a lifetime. I think it was what it is. But the truth of the matter is, everything, nothing lasts forever. Some things may last longer than other things, but nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. I think the thing that we have to get to is that we understand all things belong to God. All things belong to God. He lend us time to have pleasure yeah. in some things, but he also comes and stands with us to go through some things. So some seasons he gives us and we can stand out there and we can shine and we can do all the things that we've asked him for and we can have all the things. And then there comes a time where he brings us back in. That season has ended. That's why we should always be thinking in the season where you're prospering. There, there'll come another season. There'll come another season where that thing will end. That thing will end and a new thing will begin. And you'll have to start off from scratch again. Many people, even in business, they don't think about the fact that in business, transitions happen. So, well, say, for instance, back when the um, bag phone, Remember when the bag phones first came yeah, out and everybody yeah. was putting the bag phone in the car and you thought you were yeah. doing something because you had a bag phone and the bag phone was like double the size of your dash. <laughs> you know, it looked bigger yeah. than it. <laughs> it looked bigger yeah. than carrying a suitcase, a small bag or whatever. And we thought that this was it. That season ended. And now here we are walking around with a little handheld phone that we could put down and forget anywhere. It's not huge. It has transitioned from that stage. Everything comes to Four says a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to weep. A time to weep. We all go through weeping stages. We all will cry for some reason. Pain will come our way. Trials and tribulations will come our way. Um, I think it's Corinthians 10, 13. First Corinthians. Oh, let me there. First Corinthians 10:13. Let's see here. First Corinthians 10:13. It says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with temptations, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. That last statement is what I'm looking for. 
that you may be able to endure it. No matter what kind of situation you find yourself in, no matter what kind of season you find yourself in, the season is not meant to overtake you. It's not meant to kill you. It's not right. meant to, you know, make you die before your time. It's not meant for any of that. It is meant so God has made a way of escape that you may endure it. Seasons must come. They must come. And I think what we're trying to instill in everyone on this morning is that no matter what season you're in, no matter what season you're in, God has made a way of you to escape it mentally. When you think about it in the wrong way, when you're thinking about it in your flesh, there's a spiritual way that you can have understanding. And that is what yeah. he's trying to tell us in Ecclesiastes 3. What do you think, Diane? Yes, I, I, I feel like, you know, um, we, we have to prepare ourselves. Yeah. And in preparing ourselves, we have to just trust God. Yeah. Even through the hardest <laughs> situations, we have to trust God because everything we go through, it is the season for that to happen. If it happens out of season, which more likely if it's going to happen out of season, I feel like that's something we pushed for yeah. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Because it's happening out of season. Mm -hmm. And when you tend to get in a situation out of season, mm -hmm. then you will find yourself in a situation that's going to be hard for you to get out of. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. God didn't ordain that particular time for that to happen. Yeah. You jumped up and did that on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the thing that you've done too, when you've decided to go in your own way, you've created another season. You've created yeah. a man-made season that now you're going to have to go through. So not only are you going to feel the wrath of God's season pushing you saying, come this way, come this way. Now you've got to deal with the season you created in the wrong area. So either you have to, uh, um, you have to back up and say, wait a minute, I made a mistake. Let me repent and ask for forgiveness and get back on the right track. The problem that a lot of us find ourselves in is that we're too embarrassed to admit that we were wrong and it wasn't the call of God that led us that way. So what we end up doing is traveling that road far too long and staying off course and missing a season. Not really, you know, one of the things that I, I, I think about a lot is, can you miss a season? Can you miss a season? Because God has ordained. He's already knowing what you're going to do. He's ordained for this thing to happen in order for that to happen. He already knows. He already knows you're going to reject it. He already knows that you're going to make a wrong turn and you're going to reject it. So therefore, I do believe that the time is allotted for you to get back on track. The thing is, do you choose to get back on track or do you go to your grave with unfinished business with God? I do believe that's possible for you to go to your grave with unfinished business. I do not believe that you will get the full benefit of that season if you wait to the end of it. You know, like a lot of elderly people will wait until they 75 to become saved. You didn't get your full benefit. I do not believe because you waited, you waited until you were 75 
instead of when he was calling you at 45 to come in and get it, <laughs> to come in and get it. I yeah. believe that there's a season of blessings and a season of, season of, of many things that you could have um, missed, missed out on because you waited so late, because you held on to the world longer than you should have. You want to say something, Diane? Yeah, that, that reminds me, it makes me think about a child growing up. Uh-huh. You know, <clears throat> sometimes we, we, when we're growing up in the home, we may have uh, disciplinary parents that are really strict. Yeah. And then that makes the child want to just jump out there, grow up too fast, and miss his or her seasons. Okay, I jump out there, I leave home at 16. Okay, more likely, if you leave home at that age, you're not going to finish school. You're going to miss all the things in between there. And then here you are, you find yourself an adult. You have missed everything that God has already planned in your life to happen. And here you go. Now you're trying to go back and pick up what you've missed. But you've already missed that. And you're in a season now where you should be doing adult things and like you said God may have called you you missed that because you were so busy trying to live your life the way you wanted to and not the way God had already planned for you to do you know many times you hear older people say um, even I can say this that when I was younger I thought my mother was just totally strict I thought she was so strict. And I used to say when I was a teenager, why doesn't she trust me? You know, why is it that she doesn't trust me? Does she? Why does she believe that I would do certain things based on the things right. that she would say? It would lead me to believe that she didn't trust me. When in all reality, she was preventing me from making the same mistakes that she made. So yeah. in all, we can say what we want to say. Children will say what they want to say about their parents, but the truth of the matter is seasons come and go, but seasons too repeat themselves. Seasons repeat themselves. Seasons repeat themselves. There's nothing that is new. What is it? Under the sun. There's nothing that has not happened before that um, would catch us off guard. It may have happened 10 years before time. It may have happened before the child was born. It may have happened, but it's sort of like a reproduction of what is. And I always look at it as God's trying to teach us by, what is it, repetition? He's trying to teach us by showing us over and over and over. Now, this is how you handle that season in 1978. Mm -hmm. Bring this season back in 1992. And now you have a son. And now I want you to teach that son how to go about handling this season. Now, it it does not matter. You know, many times, just like you just said, some children will say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. But seasons are here to help us as much as it is here to groom us. It's here to teach us. 
is here to, um, you know, help us to teach others, help us to go back and grab hold to the young ones. That's why I really hate looking at the season that we're in right now with our youth. There's so many youth that are without the knowledge of God. There's so many youth that are out here living in, you know, in the world and they're in seasons they don't even understand. So they're just fighting the world. They're fighting themselves. They're fighting family because they don't understand this here chapter with Ecclesiastes, what God is saying. They don't understand Jeremiah. They don't understand what God said before the foundations of the world I created you. They don't understand those things. And we have to, we have to understand it in order to give it to those that are coming after us. Those that are coming after us. And let's yes. check out, let's check out the next, um, the next scripture. Which is uh, five. Uh -huh. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about what you, excuse me, just said about the children. Mm -hmm. And I think older people call it, when things keep happening in different generations, generational curse. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that is a time, it's a season for us to cultivate, try and cultivate our children. Right. Try and, like you said, get them not to do what was done generations back. Yeah. And we try to get them to embrace things the right way. And most of our kids, let's admit, they have a mind of their own. But this is a time where anything in you that's not of God, anything in you that calls in generation back to be problems, this is the time for us to cultivate. Even us as parents, we need to cultivate ourselves. We need to clean ourselves out and, and, and just walk in what God has already planned for us to do. It may not be the way we want to do it or the way we would like to do it, but if we know the word of God, we know this is the season for us to follow this pathway. Yeah. And we need to learn to embrace what God has already ordained for us to do. And sometimes it's, it's just not in our plan. It's, it's our natural selves. That's what I call it, our natural selves. It's just not in our plan to embrace what God has already ordained for us to do. But God's way is the right way. Right. And whatever season he has already planned for us to do, we have to have the patience and the faith to know that in the outcome of it all, mm -hmm. by being God's way, yeah. it's gonna be the right way. Mm -hmm. That's true. You have anything? No, I think that. Verse five. 
No, I think that um, you've said it the best. I mean, it's a time to cast away stones and a time to gather the stones. It's just like any, it's just, it's yeah. seasonal. It's seasonal. It's a time to do everything. Yeah. It's a time to cast everything away. I think when I look at the next scripture, the next scripture, that's the one that brings toward, brings me to a lot of thought because of the season we just, well, we still in, but we um, came into a season last year where a lot of people had to come home from work. A lot of people had to lose some right, things. Right. They lost their jobs. Yeah. The kids had to come home from school. It was a lot of loss. And again, we go back and we talk about the thing of when he says there's a time to lose. It, it's hard for people yeah. to lose. They don't want to lose um, mentally. They don't want to think that they lost anything. They don't want to lose right, right. They don't want to let go of stuff. And so when we talk about season, seasons, times of seasons, sometimes God can give you something in this season that you don't need in the next season that you're going through. Sometimes he'll give you something for five years, okay? But then the years to come after those five, he needs you not to have that thing. Maybe you've turned that thing into an item. Maybe you've turned that thing into where you don't put enough time into it like you used to. If you can change your season with God, because God may have to render another way to get out of you what he needs to get out of you because he knows us all now. He knows us how long it's gonna take us to get tired of doing the same thing. He knows how long it's gonna take us before we lose interest in it and go another route. But in order to get what he plans on getting, he will reroute you. He will take you a different turn. He'll make you go a different street that you all, you thought, you thought this is the way. This is the way I'm going to um, fulfill this dream. This is the way that he's going to do. Maybe we're just in a quiet state. Maybe God's not speaking to me now. Maybe God, but if you listen, God's always speaking. If you listen, when he's silent, he's still speaking. No matter what's going on, God is always telling you which way to go, what to do, and when to turn. So losses are part of our life. I have faith. I have failed. Your greatest loss can cause you to make your greatest comeback or your greatest accomplishment. It could change yes. you in a way that you never even thought possible. It could change your attitude. Losses can cause you to be a whole different person. It just depends on what God uses to get what he wants. So losses yes. are losses are very, very important. It's important that we lose stuff. It's important yeah. that we not get so hung up on what we got to where we think, yeah. oh, we'll always have this, you know? And I think, too, um, I guess we work so hard yeah. for materialistic yeah. stuff. That's right. And when you are threatened mm -hmm. to lose it, uh -huh. I think it, 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 it becomes a shock to you. Yeah. Because in your mind, you're thinking, man, I had to do this to get that. I had to do that to get that. But material things come and go. That's right. God is with us forever. That's right. And whatever, I think last year, it was quite a season for everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. like you said, people lost jobs. <laughs> people had to come home they had some had to quit their jobs they had yeah. to come home and teach their children yeah. because schools were closed down and that made the income in the house short yeah. you had one income home 
and especially if they were females, they they end up having to come home, and it was just it was just heartbreaking yeah. to different ones. Yeah. yeah. But that was a season. Mm-hmm. Some of us had to go through. That's true. But if you seek God and put him first, yeah. all things will be given back to you. Yeah. And I know right now it may be hard because we're thinking, I got to have a place to stay. I got to feed my children. I got to do this. I got to do that. It takes faith. Yeah. Yeah. And anything you lose God will give you the desires of your heart you seek him first put him first let's think about Job how he lost a lot of stuff but he never ever turned his back on his faith and because he did not turn his back on God and his faith look at it he got what several times back yeah. And that's all we have to do. Things may not be like it was at first. Yeah. We may not, we may have to move out of a four bedroom house into a one or two bedroom house. That's right. But just wait on God yes. and know who He is. Mm-hmm. He will supply all your needs. Yes, He will. And if He knows that you are giving Him all you got. Mm-hmm. You may turn around and have a seven-room house. That's right. We just have to trust God. That's right. And be happy at what we got. That's right. Be grateful. Be grateful. And you know, another thing is that when we look at it on the spiritual realm, nobody wants yeah. to lose. Remember, um, I think it was Saul. I think it was Saul. Um, I think it was Saul, whom God had left. And he didn't even realize God has, had left him. He had lost his anointing. Right. I think it was Saul. Um, he had lost his anointing. Nobody wants to lose that. Nobody wants to lose their anointing no. to do the no. work of God. We always talk about the physical things, the you know things that we can lose, um, that we attain the material things. We always talk about those things because they're things that we can see. They're things that a lot of times we say God right. blessed us with, you know. But when right. it comes to spiritual things of God, if we are seeking the spiritual things of God, we will seek the seasons of God. Because yeah. if we seek the spiritual things, we're going to want his seasons. And when we want his seasons, we're going to get everything. That scripture, Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God yeah. and his righteousness. And all yeah. these things will be added unto you. So if we seek the kingdom of God, then we know that there is seasons of God. And we know that God will put everything in its rightful place, in its due time, in its due season. Our problem is time. Our problem is we don't want to wait. Our problem is we don't Patience. want to we don't want to wait for the flower to bloom. We go by false ones. Right. <laughs> we, right. Don't, we don't want to have you, you know, that by the way, that is just something that I do not take well to. If you go have a flower, now I have a beautiful false flower in my living room. And it was so it's so beautiful <laughs> to where my niece thought it was yeah. real. She was looking over and she was uh, like, that is a beautiful flower. I'm like, which one? I thought she was talking about the real ones, you know? And she said, that one over uh, in the corner. <laughs> I said, it's beautiful because it don't change. <laughs> it don't change. I just got to make sure don't no dust get on it. 
<laughs> it don't change. But the ones here, some of the leaves fall off. They turn brown yes. when their time is ready for shedding, you know. Yes. They turn, they turn, uh, the one that, um, what are those that we get during Christmas time? The red ones? Ponsettas. I have a ponsetta still in my living room that I got for Christmas from the neighbor. And I have learned that if you keep it in the sun and you just water it, you can keep it year round. I still have it and I got it Christmas. And I just keep it watered. Now, there are red leaves on it, but it's more green leaves than there are red. Right. The red ones have yes. shedded and the green ones have come mm -hmm. in their place. I guess when the season comes around again, they'll turn red, you know? So everything yes. has its season. Everything has its season. And we must be willing to move with it. We must be willing to flow with it. We got to be willing to be patient and stick with it until God says move. This kind of goes back into our lesson last week when we talked about hearing God and having a relationship with God to hear God and know when to move because you've got to have a relationship with him to know the season. You've got to have a relationship to know, know when it's time for him to shift. Like we were reading with um, Eli and Samuel when it was time for, when Samuel when Samuel was thinking Eli was calling him and he was running saying, right. here I am, here I am. And he kept telling him to go lay down. And then it came to a point where he said, I realized, he realized God was calling Samuel. So he said, the next time he calls, say, here I am, man. here I am. So the thing is, you've got to know. And that, when Samuel said those words, it changed Samuel's season. When he said, here I am, Lord, it changed his season because now he's gone from not knowing God, not knowing the word of God, to hearing God. And so now the seasons has changed. Now he knows God's talking to me now. He's going to tell me some other stuff. And it said none of his words fell to the ground because he was listening. He was listening to God. We have seasons that we're going to go through. We have things that we're going yes. to go through. But you don't know those seasons unless you know your God. You're going to have to right. pray to him. You're going to have to worship to him. You're going to have to spend time with him. And that talking word that we talk about every week, that speaking word that we talk about, you're going to have to read that too. You got something, Diane? Yes. I think patience is our worst enemy. Oh, yeah. Because we don't have patience. No. We, as humans, we don't have patience with a capital P. <laughs> and not having patience will cause you to overlook stuff because yeah. you concentrating on what has not happened mm -hmm. instead of concentrating on prayer yeah. and listening for the answer to that prayer. Yeah. And but that word patience, that will get you in trouble. Yeah. And nobody likes that word. <laughs> nobody likes no. that word. Because no. we, we don't we, we, I would much rather say, you know, uh, you know, with DMX, um, we all have heard of DMX over this last week or so, DMX, the, um, the rapper that passed away. Right. DMX right. just said in a, in a prayer that he was praying, Lord, please give me time. Give me time. He said, give me time. It's good to, and God gave him a lot of time because even in that prayer, the, the date that he gave that prayer, it was years before he actually passed away. But what we don't realize is that timing, God's time and our time are different. God's time yeah, and our yeah. time is different. Yeah. 
no matter what we want, if we don't do it in God's season, if we don't do it when he makes the shift in our lives, if we don't do it when it's time for us to come in, when it's time for us to come in, when it's time for us to go out, when it's time for us to, um, what does he say? When it's time for us to speak, when it's time for us to be quiet, when it's time for us to go to war, when it's time for us to be at peace. If we don't do those things in its due season, then we missed it. We missed it. And a lot of times we leave this world, as T.D. Jake says um, about leaving the world and going to your grave with unfinished business. You know, he says that there's lots of writers that never wrote and are living uh, in their grave. There's lots of singers that never sung, but they have gone on to their grave. So, you know, a lot of times we we can leave this world if we don't choose the seasons, if we don't choose to move. And um, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about this last scripture before we close. Um, he had made everything beautiful. This is scripture eleven of three, verse eleven of three. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from beginning to end. No man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. God is requiring that we seek him. God is requiring that we spend time with him. God is required that we realize that there's a spiritual realm that's above what you could see. That's that's that has all of your life in it. There's a spiritual realm that has everything about you that you're going to do, that you're going to say, that how you're going to live, where you're going to live, everything that you're going to do. There's a spiritual realm that has that, but you don't know that. You have to seek God to get bits and pieces on your journey. You have to accept right. that there are things right. that you'll never be able to change. There are people that you'll never be able to say because their timing is the time that God set. We don't know how, we don't know when, we don't know any of that. It's already set. It's already done. There's nothing that you can do to change it. There's nothing that you can do to bring them back. There's nothing that you can do to, you know, change the circumstances of a loss. There's nothing that you can do. It's already done. It's already done. And there's no need for you to worry about it. No need for you to say, I know it hurts. You know, losses hurt. Lord knows I've had losses. And I know it hurts. I know it hurts tremendously. But what you have to understand, instead of focusing on how could a good God take away somebody? How could a good God take away such things from me? How could I have so many losses if God is so good? Think about why don't I get closer to God so I can understand seasons? Why can't I get closer to God and read his word so I can understand how the world is supposed to turn, how it's supposed to work? Because all of it is working through the spiritual realm. We are spiritual beings. In these fleshly bodies, yes. we're spiritual beings. Yes. And if we follow yes. through accordingly, we're supposed to be going by a spiritual time. Yes. Time. Yes. And we don't all know what that is. We don't know, but it's more acceptable to me to know the spiritual being of this situation because it helps me cope. I feel better. I feel better to know that there's a season that I'm going to cry uncontrollably and then it's going to end. There's a season that I am going to, you know, go set at the place where he died 
There's a season that I'm going to do that. Then that season is going to come to an end. There's seasons for that. Yes. Only thing I say that you yes. remember, if you've been in the same season for what seems like forever, that's a turn you made, not a turn that God made. Yeah. It's a turn that you made. God is seasonal. Yes. He does things in your life yes. in seasons. He never leaves you there forever. You don't ever stay in one place forever. It's something that you must check yourself in. You got anything, Diane? Yeah. The, uh, one of the things I, I do have to say, when you trust your creator, yes. know your creator, peace will come to you as you go through these seasons. Because you're trusting in God, you know in the end, God is going to fix it. Reading, praying, fasting will help you establish a closer relationship with God. And in establishing that close relationship, all other things will fall in place. Yes, yes, I tell you what, this is a subject that we could definitely, we didn't even get through all of the scriptures up to um, verse no. 11. But it's something that you can talk about. It's something that you should definitely go back and read. It's certain something that you should definitely try and get some insight on, some revelation on for yourself yeah. and for your own situation. Yeah. You know, each of us, it whatever we're going through, yeah, whatever season we're in, we need to have an understanding. We need to, you know, be ministered to by God through his word. Yeah. And um, yes. so that we feel better so that we can push through because yeah. he's already made a way of escape and that escape yeah. is in that word that escape and we is got to try word. we got to try not to step ahead of our oh, yeah. season oh yeah definitely so definitely so well everybody we have enjoyed this session we have enjoyed it i always love it me and diane both talk about it how we enjoy coming on here and just dissecting the word yes. we're all learning yes. together nobody knows yes everything. we are we're all asking god to speak into our lives and to give us revelation and give us understanding of the word and so we are here doing that with you not for you but with you and so if there's ever questions if there's ever anything that you want to send us anything any questions you want to ask us um, send me send us an email at i am angela 2020 at outlook.com i am angela 2020 at outlook.com send us a message send us a say you know whether it be thumbs up thumbs down whichever just send us something and let us know that you're enjoying or let us know that you want to hear about something we're always wanting to serve that yes. is what we're here to do, to serve you, to serve you and to serve alongside you as well. So as we close out, we're going to do a prayer um, to, end, to end this podcast. Um, before we go, we want you all to be blessed. We want you to be blessed in whatever way you need God. We want you to just call out unto him this week about whatever season you're in, whatever it is that you need. So, Father God, we come to you on this day and we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we glorify yes, your Lord. name. 
We thank you, Father. We come together corporately asking for forgiveness of all sins, Father. Asking of you to forgive us of everything thought, done, or spoken in the name of Jesus. Father God, we are all in a different season, it seems like. We're all maybe dealing with different things, but you know you know all things. Just like we talked about today, you, you ordained us for such a time as this. You knew what we were going to be going through at this time in our lives. So, Father God, we lift it all up to you and we leave it with you, Father. We carry it not on our own because we know not what to do with it. We don't know when you're going to switch it. We don't know when you're going to change it. All we know is that you say, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So you're telling us to come after you. We're going to come after you running. We're going to come after you grabbing to your word, wanting to know more of your word. And we, we're just expecting that your word, you said, give it back to me. So we're giving that word to you. And as we come after you running with all that we are, we're expecting you to give us all yeah. the, those things that are of our hearts that you have planned for us, that you have ordained for us, Father God. All those things things will be added unto us, Father. So we praise you on the day. We glorify you. We magnify you. We thank you for every individual that will listen to this podcast. We ask of you to go into their homes. We ask of you to do a new thing. Give them a new outlook on seasons. Give them a new outlook on the what, what they're going through, Father God. Give them answers to the questions. Clear it up in their minds, Father God. Revelation that they need. Give them what they need in this hour in the mighty name of Jesus. And we'll always give you praise and we'll always give you honor in Jesus mighty name we pray amen amen and, and amen. amen so podcasters we say go on about your Saturday or go on about your Sunday or whatever day you're listening to it just go on about your business and do what it is that you need to do now I hope that we gave you insight I hope that there was revelation that you got on season and don't yes. be weary and well doing don't be weary in well-doing because if you keep going, if you faint not, you will get to your finished end. You'll get to the end and it will be what God planned for today. Okay? So until we talk again next week, we say be blessed, be blessed, and be blessed. And don't be let blessed. anything come in between that. Have a blessed Amen. day. Bye-bye. Yes.